Yo, people, damn is the word because Saturday we got UFC 259 and whoo, crowning those 15 fights. We've got three title fights, people. Three women's featherweight, men's bantam, and light heavy. So, Let's get to it and break all these down. Okay, people, so I think this is like the first really big, you know, pay-per-view of the year. Now, we've had big pay-per-views, we've had some, you know what I mean, we've had some very good pay-per-views so far, right, first one, McGregor um, and Poirier, that was the, uh, yeah, that was the first pay-per-view of the year, and then, uh, who was the second pay-per-view, I remember that was a good one too, right, Usman Burns, yes, Usman Burns, that was it. Yeah, that oh my gosh. Well, yeah, that was great. But our third pay-per-view of the year and the first in March. You know, UFC 259. Three belts are on the line, people. Three belts, right? So we've got first up Peter Young putting up the bantamweight title against Aljamain Sterling. Then Amanda Nunes, the women's featherweight belt against Megan Anderson. And Jan Blakovic putting the light heavyweight strap up against the middleweight champ, Israel Adesanya. So, ooh, this has to be the biggest pay-per-view of the year so far. And as of right now, you know, Tuesday... There are 15 fights on the card. 15 fights on the card. Now, obviously, <laughs> as we have seen, that could well change. But hopefully, we do not lose any of the title shots, right? Hopefully. Although, although if Adesanya was to um, have to drop out, we do have... Um, Glover Teixeira as the alternate So yeah, there is that Which, you know what I mean? Hey, I wouldn't be mad at that fight, right? Um, but yeah, 15 fights So as this pay-per-view, we got the early prelims And um, on the early prelims, people We have got, what is it? I think six fights Six fights, so um, yeah, let's take a look at those. All right, so we start off in the bantamweight the vision, you know, it is uh, the first of four bantamweight fights on the card. We got Trevon Jones against Mario Batista. All right, so taking a look at things. You know, Batista is 8-1, and one, 
He's on a two-fight win streak as of right now, you know, which, um, yeah, not bad. So after losing his debut to Corey Sanhagen in January, you know, 2019, okay, um, listen, I mean, Corey Sanhagen is a beast, Right, we have seen what Sanhagen has done in the octagon, especially those last two victories. So that's not, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of with that. And at the time, as well, Batista had only had that was Batista's sixth fight, right? So yeah, I mean, whatever. He's won his next two, which was a Jin So Son. Um, that was uh, July 2019, and then Miles John, which was February 2020, which, um, you know, he, that was a stoppage, he got a, a flying knee, um, and, you know, we saw how good John's looked in um, his last fight, you know, so, um, yeah, that's a good victory, so he's, um, yeah, fighting Jones, on Saturday's card, and, you know, Batista, he's won via, um, yeah, he's got a few submissions in, uh, you know, his earlier fights, right, had one in his last amateur bout, and uh, then, as a pro, had a DAS, a rear naked, and a guillotine, guillotine came in 2018, you know, nothing, nothing since then, uh, he's also won via stoppage, you know, the last fight, um, and his first pro fight, you know, so, uh, yeah, you know, not bad, right, not bad at all, now, he will be facing five-star Trevon Jones, who is 12-6, won no contest, Oh, yeah, I don't think I gave Batista's right. Batista is 8 and 1. 8 and 1, by the way. But um, yes, Jones is 12 6 with 1 no contest, also on a two fight win streak. Okay, so, uh, well, I mean, free strike, free strike, free fights unbeaten. Because the last fight, his UFC debut, was a, um, it was a no contest, right? I mean, he won it. He won the fight. It was the comeback win against Timur Valiev, right? He he got handled in the first round, and in the second round, he, he came back with a thunderous right hook. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the fact that it got overturned because of weed I'm just a bit like, yeah, whatever Come on, come on Let's not fuck around, alright And that was his UFC debut Now, before that When we look at things So, um, yeah, he, he, you know, he's got submissions You know, he's got um, TKOs Yeah He's, you know, pretty um, well-rounded, you would say So, 
I think, um, yeah, they're pretty similar in um, in that regard, in stoppages and submissions. Though Jones, um, you know, his uh, last submission was 2019. So, you know, it's a little bit sooner than um, Batista's, but, you know, meh. Semantics, I guess. So yeah, they they are pretty uh, well matched in that regard. So I think, um, yeah, looking at things, right? So uh, Jones, he's two inches shorter, but he does have an inch reach advantage. So, you know, just a couple of little things with that. But I do think that, um, yeah, I I think Jones has probably got the edge, right? Now, he's had more fights than Batista. He's lost more, but it's just a matter of getting that experience under your belt. You know, I I think that's uh, that's the real big thing. You know, that's the real big important thing here. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that um, Trevor Jones gets the win. Yeah, but, yeah, should be a uh, a good fight. Both of them, you know, they sling, right? They, uh, yeah, they know how to um, throw down. So, yeah, going to be a good one. So we do then go to the lightweight division, and we have Urus. Urus I hope I'm saying this right. Urus Medic against Elon Cruz. So, taking a look at this, right? Cruz, he is eight and three. Um, he lost his last fight. Which was against Spike Carlisle. Okay, so that was... um, Yeah, that was in February. Right, February last year. And um, it was... uh, Yeah, Cruz's UFC debut. So that was Spike... I believe that was Spike Carlisle's debut as well. Right, that was the um the big fight. He he came in, you know what I mean, just stormed through and um wrecked shop. Yeah, yeah, they were both making their debut and Spike came in in a big way. But you know, we we've seen how you know Carlisle starts a fight. Definitely, you know, all guns are blazing. Um, but yeah, that, that you know, he hasn't fought since then. Um, he came to the UFC via the Contender Series, where he beat Steve uh, Nugent, who um, fought just the other week in LFA and had a, a really good showing over there. So that was a tough opponent to um, you know to beat to get to the UFC. Uh, so when we're looking at things, you know, he's got. Um, yeah, he's got a couple of submissions. You know, had the uh, had the stoppage in the contender series. 
Right, so um, he's going up against, uh, you know, the doctor, old Eurus Medic, who is 6 and 0. Oh. And, um, yeah, he came via the Contender series as well, right? But, um, yeah, he came last year's Contender series, right? And, um, yeah, Cruz came via 2019's Contender series. So this will be his UFC debut. Now, only six fights, but he got a impressive First round stoppage against Mikey Gonzalez. You know, that took place in August. Um, and before that, you know, none of his six fights have actually gone to a decision. They've all finished. Um, yeah, I think whew, only one went to the second round. You know what I mean? And that was the opening seconds of the second round. But everything else, he's finishing the first. Either TKOs or submissions. So, uh, yeah, pretty impressive. Oh, I mean, this is a tricky one, right? Because, um, yeah, Cruz, you know, he's had a few more fights than uh, Medic. But. Medic has been murking people and looking super impressive. Yeah, looking very, very impressive. Uh, I mean, um, Cruz has a, I think he's got a one inch, no, actually, Medic has a one inch height advantage, but Cruz, whoo. Cruz has a 7-inch reach advantage, which is, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty impressive, you know? Now, um, yeah, Medic does fight under Rafael Cordera, so he comes out of a very good camp. Um, yeah, Medic comes from a good camp, man. You know, I'm going to say, you know, coming off of just the, uh, you know, six fights unbeaten, six stoppages. Yeah, I'm going to say that Medic, he gets to win, you know. Uh, yeah, I think he rides that momentum and um, gets the stoppage, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's... um. Yeah, I mean, it could, obviously, it could go either way. You know, Cruz is definitely no walkover. But, yeah, I'm going to throw my hat with a medic here. So, we then drop to the ladies' uh, strawweight division, our sole strawweight fight on the card. And we have Lavinia Souza against Amanda Limas. And, um, you know, Amanda here, she is 8-1-1, one, and one, you know, um, and she's on a two-fight win streak right now, you know, which, uh, yeah, always a good thing, so um, she came to the UFC, whoo, man, she came a, a long-ass time ago, right, 
in 2017, July 2017, so probably International Fight Week, and she lost to Leslie Smith. But, you know, her next fight wasn't until December 2019. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it was injuries or, or what, but, you know, she was out for a couple, nearly a couple of years, really. Um, and yeah, came back against Amanda, Miranda Granger, came back very well, but she won that one, and then she won her next fight against Mizuki Inoue, which was in, um, August last year, and that was a very, uh, a close fight, you know, if I remember correctly, uh, but yeah, a, a good win, nevertheless, and, um, you know, I think Limas, she's, um, yeah, she's well-versed, you know, she's got, um, few stoppages, right, she's got a couple of submissions, so, you know, she, she knows what she's doing, and she's going up against the Brazilian gangster, Liana Souza. Who is fourteen and two? Won her last fight, which was um, a decision over Ashley Yoda, and that also was August last year. Uh, yeah, the um, the week before Limos's fight, actually, um, and you know she's a very good fighter, right? She was the UFC strawweight champion. I came to the UFC in September 2018, won her first two fights, Alex Chambers and then Sarah Frota, lost a decision to Brianna Van Buren, who, um, hey, she was, she's a very good fighter, and also an Invicta champion, right, so, uh, yeah, she lost that, but came back and beat, uh, Yoda, so, um, you know, Souza, she's, you know, good on the ground, um, she's got, you know, stoppages as well, right, she has a, yeah, Gangster is a fitting, um, nickname, but she does have a very rough and ready style, no messing around with, uh, with Souza. so yeah, I think Souza is gonna get the job done in this one, you know, that's where, uh, that's where I think I'm going to be putting my money, um, and our next fight, whoo, the next fight is a, uh, yeah, it's definitely a good one, right, it's a welterweight clash, Jake Matthews against Sean Brady, ho, 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 People, for our sole welterweight clash on the card, that is a really, really good one. Okay, so the Celtic kid, old um, Matthews, he's seventeen and four on a three-fight win streak, and you know he's looked really good in those last three. You know, beat Rosterman Ackman. So that was October 2019. Emil Weber Meek. That was February 2020. 
and then Diego Sanchez in September, you know, 2020. Um, and that was on another Israel Adesanya card, UFC 253, right? Now, he's um, been in the UFC a while, you know, he, um, yeah, whew, man, he has been in a while, actually, right, since uh, June 2014, you know, beat Dashon Johnson, uh, you know, to, uh, to get there, and, um, you know, he's had some good, good, he's, had some good wins, had some good wins, had a few losses, but all against very good opposition, you know, and bounced back well, right, and I think ever since he's lost to, um, Anthony Martin, we've definitely seen a very different, uh, Jake Matthews, you know, definitely a very different Jake Matthews, because he has looked, oh, he's looked sharp, very sharp in those wins, and, you know, Matthews, he's got submissions, he's got stoppages, yeah, he's a, he's very well-rounded, uh, he's going up against Sean Brady, though, and Brady is 13-0, and 0, right, 13 and 0, 17 fight win streak. Yeah, 13 fight win streak, people. Well, I mean, obviously that includes the amateur, amateur fights as well. All right. Um, but yeah, he has. Um, man, he's got stoppages by TKO. He's got submissions. Well, he is a Henzo Gracie fighter. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you would expect him to have submissions. And he won his last fight with a guillotine over Christian Aguilera. Right? That was um, August last year. And, uh, you know what? I have, uh, have slept on Brady. Right, I I I know I picked Aguilera to win that last fight, right? So um, yeah, I think you can look at Brady and think, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I think the other one's got got him, but no, Brady is legit. I think he trains with um Paul Felder, um, and uh, you know Balal Muhammad and all them cats. Right, so made his UFC debut in um, February last year. Uh, no, sorry, October 2019. Beat Court McGee, and then he had two fights last year. You know, um, so yeah, all very tough fights. All very tough fights, and I think, I think Brady might get the edge. Over uh, Matthews, you know Brady has just got that, that you know, just that real, just relentless, suffocating style. Um, but I think it's going to be close because, as I said, Matthews he has looked really good, really sharp, just refocused to the game. So um, yeah, it's going to be a real great fight, a real great fight. I think that's. You know, that's got a fight of the night potential about it for sure. 
you know, but yeah, I, I think that Brady may, um, may just have the edge there, people, but yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, checking out that one, so the next fight, we, uh, we go, this is an interesting one, right, we got Carlos Uberg against Kennedy Nazachukwi. And um, there is a big, <laughs> big discrepancy in experience here. So the African savage Nazachukwi, you know, he's 7-1. and one. So won his last fight, right, which was... Uh, Against a Draco Stuziak, and that was August 2019. And you know, he he came off the contender series and looked good, looked really good. Beat Dennis Bryant, right? 2018. Um, but in his fight against Paul Craig. Like, I think he had a good first round, but then, yeah, Craig just kind of took over. Like, Nemchukui just seemed to gas. Seemed to gas, look a little lethargic. And in the Stoisiak win, there were, there were moments where he did seem to lose focus. So there is that. But, yeah, you know, he fights out of Fortis, and... When he looks good, he does look good, right? Definitely does look good, right? So he's had, um, yeah, good few stoppages, you know, good few stoppages in his career, right? And he had two, you know, he, he went to the Contender Series twice, right? He was on the 2017 edition, you know, got a got a victory, was a split victory, right, went back to the regionals, won a couple, and then, uh, yeah, first round stoppage in the next outing, so, uh, he, yeah, Namachukwi is definitely, he's an interesting cat, right, now, he's going up against Mr. Marvelous, who, as I said, look, um, yeah, on a free fight win streak, um, but he, he does have kickboxing, you know, does have kickboxing, he's had, uh, you know, as, as far as we know, if you look at tapology, he's had three kickboxing fights, but there may have been more, and we don't know, um, about his amateur record, so really though, when you're looking at it, you know, he's had six fights, Six fights, so we know he can kick, we know he can punch, because those um, kickboxing fights, all stoppages, all stoppages, two in the third round, which that's, you know, very impressive, to be able to stop someone, you know, after going through maybe a bit of a war, you know what I mean, so there is that, the other thing, he's a... Uh, Adesanya's one of his main training partners, you know what I mean, and he, uh, yeah, stopped Bruno Oliveira with a real nice left hook in the contender series to get the contract, so, you know, I, I, I think, although, right, 
Although he hasn't had as many fights I think training with Adesanya And just everyone else at City Kickboxing Is a huge plus A huge plus And I'm I'm gonna say that I Yeah, I think Allberg will get it done You know uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I have to go up against my countrymen, um, but yeah. I mean, look, Kennedy can definitely win this fight, but it depends which Kennedy shows up, right? So, because um, Adesanya is on the card, you know, and he, you know he's fighting um, Yan. I'm gonna say that Ulberg would have had a great training camp. Right, would have had a great training camp. So yeah, they, you know, with his current momentum and then that, I feel he's he's probably gonna have the edge going into this fight. But um, you know, could be a good one. But we end the early prelims with a flyweight fight. Um. Our first of three And we have Tim Elliott Against Jordan Espinosa ah, So um, yeah, should be good Right, so Espinosa, he's 15-8 And won no contest So um, he's coming off a loss in his last fight which was a, a a decision to David Durvak, and that was September last year. Um, I think Espinosa definitely had his moments in that fight, right? But um, yeah, it it's been a up and down um situation, really, with the UFC. You know, he he came via the contender series. 2018 edition won his uh, UFC debut against Eric Shelton, March 2019. Lost the next two, though, to uh, Matt Schnell and then Alex Perez. All legitimate good fighters. He then beat Mark De La Rosa, another very good fighter. And then lost the fight to um, Jarak, who is, yeah... A good fighter, <laughs> you know what I mean. So um, yes, he's um going up against Elliot, right? I I think a big thing to um note is um two of those fights, the Schnell and the Perez fight, he lost via um you know submission, right? Schnell caught him in a triangle, and Perez caught him in an arm triangle. So um yes, there is that. Now he he does have you know submissions himself, right? He won his first contender series fight via a dash choke, had a dash choke in the fight before that as well. So um you know a dash choke is not an easy submission to pull off, and it does seem to be his, um one of his submissions of choice. Because he's also, he's had a few dust chokes in his career But, uh, yeah Has been caught, you know, has been caught um, 
but he's also got, you know, stopped fights via TKO, you know, and knockout, so yeah, you know, Espinosa, he's, um, you know, he's no joke, right, now, he is going up against the very quirky and unorthodox Tim Elliott, who is 16, 11, and 1, and he is coming off a um, win in his last fight, which was against Ryan Benno, um, which, uh, yeah, he did look good in that fight, right, did look good in that fight, now, he'd lost his previous three, Davison Figueredo, which, yeah, you know what I mean, is we've seen what Figueredo can do, the same with Askar Askarov and Brandon Royval, you know, so all of those fights, yeah, they're, they're uh, understandable, very good competition, they do have a, a opponent in common in Mark De La Rosa, and they both managed to get wins over him, um, Elliot got an anaconda choke over him, um, so yeah, Elliot, he does have submissions, does have submissions, you know, he got a good few of those, had uh, a couple, you know, had an, a bulldog and a front choke on um, the Contender Series, he was part of season 24, um, you know, he beat Charlie Alanzes, Matt Schnell, Eric Shelton, and um, Hiramosha Oyobuku, you know, which earned him a uh, a fight against Demetrius Johnson, you know, and uh, yeah, he did put up a decent fight against, um, you know, Johnson, but yeah, since then, it's been a little up and down for him, so, um, you know, that, that win over Benoit was much needed, um, uh, I mean, this is his second stint in the UFC as well, you know, he, uh, he originally got to the promotion in, um, 2012, Right, fought John Dobson. Um, you know, got a couple of wins, but had a good few losses as well. You know, but uh, yeah, he he won on the regionals, got his way back. So yeah, pr- definitely props for that, and it shows something, right? Definitely shows that tenacity. So uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting fight. Very interesting fight. They both, you know, I think they match up very well. Do match up very well. I'm gonna say, I think I'm gonna say Espinosa. Yeah, I mean, oof, it's a close goddamn fight. It's a real close fight. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say Espinosa is able to get it done, possibly via a decision, maybe a split decision, but um, it's definitely an intriguing bout to see us to the prelims proper.
Okay, so the main prelims, they start off sticking with the um, men's flyweight division. Um, and we have Kai Kara France against Rogerio Bontarine. So, um, Bontarine, he is 16 and 2. With one no contest, coming off a uh, a loss in his last fight, which was to Ray Borg in uh, February last year. You know, so um, yeah, he came to the UFC via the twenty eighteen um, contender series. You know, got a standing rear naked choke over Gustavov's. Gabriel, you know, so, uh, yeah, right, so he's had three UFC fights, won the first two, the first was against Magmaded Bibelotov, and that was February 2019, um, he then beat Rulion Paviev via a doctor's stoppage due to a cut, that was August 2019, and then it was the uh, Ray Borg loss. He was actually meant to fight, um, you know, Manuel Cap, uh, but yeah, I believe he got Corona, which I uh, had him pull out of that fight. Actually, I think they both might have got it, you know, but um, yeah. He's, um, you know, got some stoppages, TKOs, got a good few uh, submissions under his belt. And he will be fighting, you know, don't blink, old Cara France, right, who's 21 and 9 and won no contest. Um, so, yeah, he's, uh, he's coming off a loss. Right, which was the crazy fright with Brandon Royville, you know, at UFC 253, Adesanya v. Costa. And, um, you know, he trained out of city kickboxing. So, yeah, it made sense for him to, you know, be on this card, right? And he, you know, training with Adesanya and all of that. Yeah. You know, we, look, we know Cara France is tough, you know, came to the UFC in 2018, December 2018, and he won his first three, Eliza Garcia, Rulon Paviev, so opponent in common, and Mark De La Rosa, before losing to Brandon Moreno, which, listen, Brandon Moreno is a beast. Right, lost to Tice. He beat Tyson Nan, and then he lost to Brandon Royvelle, who again is a beast. Right, so um, those two losses, they're not bad losses, really. You know, if you have, if you think about it all. So um, yeah, you know, he was also on um. Season 24 of The Ultimate Fighter You know um, Won his first fight But then uh, lost the next one But it was against Alexandra Pantaleo 
Pantoja, who is, uh, yeah, he's very tough, we know that, but, um, you know, Cara Francie is very tough, right, is very tough, training out of City Kickboxing, who, um, yeah, you know, with Adesanya at the helm, they, they have just got that, you know, that oomph coming into this card, this big card for them, so, um, yeah, I'm gonna say that Cara France, he's able to get the win, you know, I'm gonna say he's able to get the win, alright, so, um, yeah, he's got plenty of stoppages on his record, so we know he's not shabby, you know, he's, he's had submissions, so, uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Cara France gets it done, and that takes us into the last of our flyweight bouts on the card, which is a Joseph Benavidez against Askar Askarov. Yes. So uh, the bullet, he's 13 and, um, you know, a no contest. Well, no, not a no contest, a draw even. Apologies. Um, so, yeah. He's not tasted defeat yet. Although, the draw, right? The draw was against Brandon Moreno. And, yeah, you know, Moreno should have won that fight, right? That was a uh, that was a weird decision, that one. But, um, you know, is what it is. Um, now... Yeah, he, his last fight, so he beat uh, Pantoja in July last year. He beat Tim Elliott in um, January last year at UFC 246. McGregor v. Cerrone. There was the, uh, you know, the draw with Moreno in September 2019, which was his UFC debut. So, yeah, you know, he's, um, he's got, yeah, he does like a submission, you know, rear naked seems to be his favourite, but he's had an anaconda, he even got a twister in ACB 58, right, against um, Anthony Leon, so, um, yeah, he's uh, well versed on the ground, now, he is going up again, Against the um, you know, the vet, old Joseph Benavitez. Now, I would say on topology, he's it's, it's got his nickname down as the Beefcake, which I don't feel that's correct, right? I I I could have sworn that it's something um, it's something different, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't think of what it is off the top of my head, but yeah, I swear it isn't the beefcake. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, look, Benavides is here. Yeah, he's done it all, right? He's twenty eight and seven, coming off two losses. Which are those two to uh, you know, Davison Figueredo, right? Both stoppages. Unfortunately for him, but before those fights, you know, he beat Juicy Formiga, 
B, uh, Dustin Ortiz, Alex Perez. You know, there was that split decision loss to Sergio Pettis, which, I mean, I would have said Benitez has won that fight, right? He had the... Now, it, you know, it is one of those things because he did have a split win over Henry Cejudo, which I thought Cejudo won. So, you know, these things do happen, right? But, um, yeah, Benavides has been, you know, a perennial in the UFC for years, right? Made his debut at UFC 128, Shogun v. Jones. That's March 2011. He beat Ian Loveland. And um, he was coming in via the WEC, where, you know, he was uh, definitely a, you know, a mainstay there. So um, he fought. His last WEC was WEC 50, which was, yeah, the last of the card of the promotion. And he challenged Dominic Cruz for the title, uh, which Cruz won. Right, but he beat like Miguel Torres, who used to be, you know, the number one in the WEC. Right, so um, he's had some very good wins back in the day. He even did, he did actually have a win over Dominic Cruz, you know, WC forty two. Right, beat Jeff Corrin, who um, yeah, legit, all uh, you know. Old school um, MMA fans will know that name. But yeah, Joseph Benavides, he is, uh, yeah, he's done it all. Now, I do feel this fight will give us an indication on where Benavides is at. You know what I mean? I, I, I do think it will do that, right? Because I, look, Joseph has done it all. He's, you know, he has got. Nothing to be ashamed about by his record. You know, I mean, he, he's had some great fights. Had some really great fights. He hasn't been able to win a title, you know, in WEC or, w, or UFC. But I don't think that would take away from the body of work that he's put up. You know, because it's great. And he gets to go home to Megan O'Leary, right? Who, uh, yeah, you know, they make a lovely little couple. Um, so, yeah, but I feel this fight will tell us if Benavidez, you know, if he's going to keep fighting, right? I, I kind of feel if he can't beat Askarov, then it might be it. Because he, I, if he doesn't beat Askarov, I don't think he's, you know, Making another title run. Even beating Askarov. I mean making another title run. Is going to be tough. But. Anything can happen. As they say. But yeah he needs to win this fight. Really. It's, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. I'm going to say Benavidez. But. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Askarov. Does get it done. It all depends on what Benavides gets in the cage. Really. You know. If it's the Benavides that beat. Like Juicio Formiga. Right. If it's that Benavides, The one that beat Dustin Ortiz and Alex Perez. 
Then yet yeah, he's winning this fight Straight up If it's the one that will fall um, Either You know The Figueredo fights Then Askarov is going to win But uh, yeah I'm going to say Benavidez You know um, And we'll, we'll see what happens At the weekend So our next fight People That is This is an interesting one So we move up to Bantamweight you know, our uh, second bantamweight fight of the night. And uh, we go with the Matrix, Kyla Phillips, against Young the Song Yadong, even. Um, which, uh, yes, the Kung Fu Monkey. Which, again, I don't recall that being... You know, Yedong's nickname. But, uh, hmm. Now, he is 16, 4, and 1 with one no contest. But he is on an 8 fight win streak, which is, you know, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Now, he does have a draw in there to um, Cody Stamen. But, you know, he beat Marlon Ferreira. Uh,. Alhagio Perez, Vince Morales, Felipe Arantes, uh, Burat Kadrandri. You know, he's had some uh, decent wins, right? His um, UFC debut was November 2017 um, against Karandre. Um And yeah, he's got, you know, a number of stoppages on that record. Right, punches and submissions. So you know he knows what he's doing. Fights out of team alpha male. You know, so he's definitely got a good camp. Right, definitely got a good camp. Um, his last fight against Ferreira that was May last year, and that was a very close fight. Right. Um. Now the Matrix. Right. Old Phillips. He's. Eight and one on a free fight win streak, and that last fight, oh my god! Right, he beat um, Cameron Els in October last year, and whew, super, super impressive. You know, I, I believe Els had his back. And yeah, he just elbowed the shit out of him, <laughs> which is just like what? <laughs> like what the fuck is happening here? That's insane, you know? So yeah, and he looked so good in the Gabriel Silver win, um, in February last year, you know? That was a UFC on ESPN plus twenty seven. Right, comes via, you know, LFA. And he also fought on um, season uh, 27 of the Ultimate Fighter. Lost to Brad Katona. Um, and he fought on the Contender Series. 2017 Contender Series. Got a first round stoppage of James Gray. But didn't get a contract. Didn't get a contract. Now, things, um, contracts weren't flowing the same 
back then. <laughs> but yes, he earned his way to the UFC and has looked very good. Very good. You know, he got um yeah, he's got stoppages. Um he's got submissions, had a calf slicer. You know what I mean? Had a calf slicer back in the day too, which yeah, that's a legitimate um sub. So I'm gonna go with uh Phillips. You know what I mean? I'm gonna say Phillips gets the uh, he gets the job done there, people. And that well that leads us to our main fight on the prelims, which uh oh god damn, this is a good one. We have got it's um oh it is the Second to last of our bantamweight fight, and we have got Casey Kenny in his toughest fight to date as he challenges Dominic Cruz. People, yes, Dominic Cruz. So, you know, Kenny, he is 16 2 and 1, and he's on a free fight win streak. Which was, um, yeah, close fight with Nathaniel Wood. That was October last year. Uh, he beat Heli Alatang in um, also October last year. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that was the third of October, and the Wood fight was on the twenty fourth. Um, and before that, he beat uh, Louis Schmolka. Um, on Schmolker's return to the UFC, I believe he um his last loss was against Marab Dalishvili in February last year. So yeah, he fought you know four times last year, which hey, that's, you know what I mean. There's there's nothing shabby about that one. Uh, he came to the UFC in. Um, March 2019, and he got a win over Ray Borg, which, yeah, that was, that was impressive, you know, he, he was a, um, a, a, a LFA champion, right, and he's beaten, he's beaten Brandon Roy Vale, right, who, uh, is very legit, as we've seen, he also beat Vince Cachero, Right, who got a a big win the other day? Uh, so um, yeah, you know he, he he's a he's a tough one. Fought on the contender series in um twenty seventeen twice, actually won the first one via decision, lost the second one, um via split decision. You know, so um, yeah, he's uh. You know, worked hard to get here. Um, and yeah, all of that hard work has earned him a fight against Dominic Cruz, the Dominator, who's 22 and 3, coming off two losses, right? Which are controversial. You know, well, I mean, the last one was, right? The Henry Cejudo loss. At uh, UFC 249, 249, Ferguson v. Gaethje, right, um, yeah, it is what it is, 
right? Is what it is. You know, Cruz has suffered from a lot of injuries and everything like that, which has hampered his career. But, yo, I mean, when when Cruz hangs it up, he's definitely going to be in the UFC uh, Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? The WE champion, the W, the UFC champion. You know he is for everyone, and uh, he's extremely legit. Wins over Demetrius Johnson, TJ Dillashaw, Uriah Faber. You know what I mean? Um, and I think Cruz is gonna be uh, too strong. I mean, he's gonna have too much, and he's gonna beat uh, Kenny. Should be a good fight to lead us into the main card, though, people. So, yeah, I cannot wait for that one. Okay, so the main card starts with two very intriguing fights. You know, veterans against new up-and-coming stars. So, in our first clash, we have our... uh, you know, what, second of our light heavyweight fights, we've got Alexander Rakic challenging Diego Santos, yeah, an interesting clash, right, so um, Rakic, he's 13 and 2, 13 and 2, coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Anthony Smith. So he got a decision, and that was the end of August last year. Um, where And, you know, Rakic had just come off his first uh, loss in the UFC, which was to uh, Volkan Uzumir. Right? Um, and that fight took place in December... 2019, so um, Rakic, you know, he came to the UFC in um, September 2017, he beat Francimar Barrasso, right, got a decision at UFC Fight Night 115, Um, he then went on to beat Justin Ledet, Devon Clark, and Jimmy Manoa, so, um, yeah, you know, only uh, five fights, no, well, six fights now in the UFC, so this will be seventh, and he's going up against a vet, a seasoned vet like Santos, you know, um, Rakic, you know, he's won by, um, you know, knockout, he had the uh, spinning back fist against Devon Clark, that thunderous head kick, you know, against Manoa, uh, he has also had some stoppages outside the UFC. It's hard to tell what his, um, you know, ground game is like. I don't believe there's been any submissions. And, I mean, he's never looked like he's really, you know, apt at that. I would say, like there was moments in the Smith fight where you're thinking, oh, you know, this is, you know, probably lined up for a submission, but he went to ground and pound instead, 
So yeah, he's going up against Maheta, you know, Tiago Santos, who is 21 and A. Now, Santos is coming off two losses, but those two losses are um, Glover Teixeira and John Jones. So there is nothing to be ashamed of with that. And the Teixeira fight, I mean, Glover has been doing it to everyone. You know, coming back and just turning everything on its head. Right, so that takes zero. That yeah, takes zero fight was um, you know, beginning of November last year, and the John Jones one was International Fight Week 2019. So as we remember, in that fight, he basically fucked up both legs. You know, tore everything you could tear essentially. Right, so um, it, you know, it was great that he was able to come back. And he wasn't moving badly at all in the Texera fight, right? So, um, yeah, he might be coming off two two losses, but he is dangerous. You know, before that fight, he'd um, had stoppages in the last three, right? So he stopped the current, you know, light heavyweight champion. In Jan Blakovic, right? So that was in um, February 2019. And I believe when they were still, I think they were both middleweights at the time, right? So he beat him. He then, you know, he beat Jimmy Manoa. Um, you know, so they both have a win over Manoa. So he stopped Manoa. And that was in December 2018. And, um, uh, pfft, yeah, Eric Anders had to retire at the, um, you know, yeah, in the f- the start of the third round, I think, um, in uh, September 2018. So, um, you know, he went to a decision with Kevin Holland, which was mad impressive for Holland, really. But, yeah, Santos, you know, he's been... Um, it's been a bit of a beast, right? Been a bit of a beast fighting so many people. And he's been in the UFC for a long time, right? He came via season two of the Brazilian edition of The Ultimate Fighter, right? And he didn't even, you know, win that season, didn't even win that season, you just think of, you know, what he has gone on to become, right, so, um, yeah, I think, I mean, this is a huge test for Rakic, like, a huge test for Rakic, right, um, and you feel that if Rakic can, you know, get over this, a who knows what's, you know, what the ceiling is for him. He does have a two-inch reach advantage and a two-inch height advantage. But I'm going to say that Santos is able to uh, get the win. Just, you know, I think he's got more weapons, you know. Uh, so the next very good fight we have is... 
Islam Makashev against Drew Dober. Yeah. So this is a uh, a lightweight clash. And um yeah, Dober, he's 23 and 9 with one no contest and he's on a free fight win streak at the moment. He has looked very impressive. You know, very impressive. So it's funny because he'd already he put together a free fight run, right? But then he got submitted by Benel Dayush, which, you know, definitely no shame in that. But yeah, since then, he's just been on a bit of a tear. Beat Polo Reyes in June 2019. Nazarat Hazkarat, he stopped him in January. Um, 2020 at UFC 246 McGregor v Caroni and then he beat and another stoppage right of Alexander Hernandez and that was May 2020 so yeah three stoppages in his last three and he's looked sharp as hell sharp as hell right and listen Dober he can um yeah, he can TKO you, right? He's also got a decent ground game. You know, he's got a decent ground game. He's been um, in the UFC since November 2013, right? Made his debut against Spencer. No, Sean Spencer. Yeah, against Sean Spencer. He lost his first two fights against Spencer and Nick Hine. But, um, yeah, then went on to beat, uh, you know, a WEC legend in Jamie Varner, who also, you know, that was his second stint in the UFC, Varner. But, yeah, you know, and, you know, it, it, it went a bit up and down. But then, yeah, he just whew, hit his stride, hit his stride. And, um, yeah, we're seeing a very... Interesting, very good Drew Dober right now, but he will be fighting Islam Makachev, who right now is 18 and 1 on a six fight win streak. Right, so uh, yeah, Makachev, his last fight was against um, Davi Ramos, you know, so that was at UFC 242, Khabib. Uh, Poirier, right, so that was, um, man, September 2019, so he's been out for a little while, I think there was, I think there was partly injury, and then, you know, coronavirus as well, right, so, um, yeah, he's been out, but, um, he made his debut, right, made his debut at UFC or 187, right, the first meeting between Anthony Johnson and Daniel Cormier, right, so that was May 2015, and he beat Leo Kuntz, right, came to the UFC via uh, M1 Challenge, right, so he, he beat Kuntz, um, he then lost... Right, lost to Adriano Martins. Right, that was a you know an early first round knockout. That was 
at UFC 192, Cormier v. Gustafsson in October uh, 2015. But since then, since then, you know, just rolled off the wins. You know, beat Chris Wade, Nick Lentz, Gleison Tebow, Cajun Johnson, Armand Tashagun, and uh, Ramos. You know, so, uh, yeah, there's been a, a, a TKO and a submission in that mix. And outside of the UFC, I mean, he beat um, Kuntz by a rear naked. But, yeah, he's he's had a good few submissions outside the UFC as well. So, yeah, very well versed on the ground. And he's... I mean, he does look very good, very good. So this is a very interesting fight that I think uh, I think Makachev is gonna win. Yeah, you know, I think it's gonna be close. I mean, it's definitely got potential for a fight of the night candidate. But um, yeah, I'm gonna say Makachev is uh, able to um, get that win. But now, people, we go in to the first of our title trilogy, right? So we go with, you know, it's kind of going in way order, really. So we go with uh, Aljamain Sterling challenging uh, Peter, Peter Jan for the belt, right? So um, the funk master... Aljo, he is 19 and 3 on a five fight win streak, fighting out of Sarah Jiu Jitsu, you know, uh, with old Ray Longo and the rest of the gang, right? So, um, you know, let's look in his last fight, he whew, got that. Crazy fast first round submission of Corey Sanhagen. You know, that was in June last year on the uh, Nunes Spencer card, UFC 250. Before that, he beat Pedro Munez via decision. That was at UFC 238, Sahudo v. Marais in June 2019. Uh, before that, he beat Jimmy Rivera in February 2019. Cody Stamen by a crazy knee bar. You know, in at UFC 228, Woodley v. Till. That was September 2018. And he got a first a very impressive dominant win over at the time unbeaten Brett. The Pikey Johns, and that was April 2018. Right, so, um, you know, he's had a few slip ups, but they were just kind of you could see they were lapses, right? There was the Brian Carraway uh fight, which I mean, that was it was a split decision, it was close, was close. Carrey got the um, takedowns in the third, you know, but we've heard Aljo talk about that fight, and he was training too hard, 
You know, again, another split decision against Rafael Sansal. And then there was that head kick and knee he took from Marlon Marais when he went in for a takedown. But, man, he has looked impressive. You know, got a win over Renan Burrell. You know, got all those other wins. He's beaten some big names. You know what I mean? Takia Majaki. Right, Cody Gibson, Hugo Vinana. Right, he has beaten some. He's beaten some very good people. He's been a champions outside the promotion for CFFC, and um, yeah, he has got submissions galore. Or you know, if it goes to the ground, Aljo. Is going to stop you. Right. And he's going up against a champion. No mercy. Pirayan. Who is a 15 and 1. On a 10 fight win streak right now. Right. And his last fight. Was Jose Aldo. You know UFC 251. Usman v Mastaval. And that was a July. Last year. Um, so yeah, he got a stoppage in the last round, the fifth round of that one. Um, he's beaten Uriah Faber, Jimmy Rivera, John Dobson. Yeah, he's beaten some uh, very good opponents. Made his debut in June 2018 with a win over Tarato Ishihara. Right, that was at UFC Fight Night 132. Um, now, Jan, you know, he's got some TKOs, he has one submission, but that was, you know, way back in 2015, um, but we haven't really seen anything from him, you know, that looked like he was a, a crazy threat on the ground, um, and I will say, right, that Aldo was winning that fight early on, you know, same with Faber, and Jimmy Rivera, right, he won, you know, you could have said Rivera won every round for four and a half minutes, you know, and then Yan would finish real strong, so we have seen chinks in Yang's armour, you know, and I think, and all those fights have gone to the ground, right? So, I do believe that with Aljo's just phenomenal ground game, I think he's going to submit Peter Yan. I'm going to say that Aljo gets the win. And, uh, yeah, is and no. <laughs> yeah, that that's um, the first uh, Big prediction there, people. We then have second title fight, and it's the women stepping up. It's Megan Anderson challenging Amanda Nunes for her featherweight crown. And Anderson, she's 10 and 4 on a two fight win streak. You know, so um, yeah, in the last two, she beat Norma Dumont. Right, that was February, 
um, you know, last year, and she got a um, first round stoppage on UFC on ESPN plus twenty seven, and before that, she beat Zara Faran at UFC two forty three. Whitaker v Adesanya, so that was October 2019. Um, now she she was the former Invicta February February featherweight champion, right? Her last win in Invicta was at the Invicta 21 with a win over Charmaine Tweet. Uh, she. You know, she made her UFC debut in June 2018. She lost the decision to Holly Holm. She then beat, uh, so that was UFC 225, Whitaker v. Romero 2. She then beat Kat Zingano at UFC 232, Jones v. Gustafsson 2. But that, I mean, there was controversy, right? Because there was an eye poke early Early on, so the fight got called, but it was just, it was a weird, weird one, and unfortunately, you know, Zingano got injured and then left a promotion, so unfortunately that was never able to uh, get run back, she lost to Felicia Spencer, um, that was May 2019, and I think in that win, we do see... You know, I, I think that's a path to victory for Nunes. You know, with Spencer, with her jiu-jitsu, got that rear naked in, you know, just over halfway through that first round. Now, Anderson has got submissions of her own. Like, she beat, um, you know, Ferran with a triangle. Um, But other than that, you know, she had a, a very early, early rear naked in 2014. Um, you know, and yeah, she got, you know, a, also got an arm bar. But, yeah, she lost to um, Cindy Duwar, you know, via a triangle, right, in her Invicta debut. Um, but, you know, she's got TKOs, she's got knockouts. So she's, you know, impressive in that way. She's always got that height and reach advantage. Fights out of glory MMA. And James Krause will have been working on a game plan with her. So she's definitely going to be prepared. But she's going up against a lioness. You know, Amanda Nunes. Who, whew, I mean, is impressive as hell, right? Is Impressive as hell, twenty and four on an eleven fight win streak, fighting out of American top team, and um, you know she beat Felicia Spencer last time out at UFC two fifteen in uh, June last year. She beat J- Jermaine Durandame at UFC two forty five. Holly Holm. 239, Chris Cyborg, right, that impressive domination at UFC 232, Jones v. Gustafsson 2, Raquel Pennington, UFC 224, 
Valentina Shevchenko via split decision, UFC 215. Um, Ronda Rousey, 207. Misha Tate, where she won the title at UFC 200. Yeah, I mean, she's just been super impressive. And she can, you know, win by submission. She can knock you out, right? Just look at all the submissions, you know what I mean? So, uh, Sarah McMahon, rear naked, rear naked over Misha Tate, right? She, um, yeah, they've been the submission. She got a uh, ground and pound over Raquel Pennington, knocked out Cyborg, knocked out Holly Holm. You know what I mean? Just, whoo! Shayna Baszler, right? Mandarin Jermandri in the first one, Sheila Gaff. Um, also, she's coming out of uh, Invicta, right? She's also fought in um, Strike Force back in the day. So, yeah, you know, Nunes has just been around doing it. Now, she does have, um, you know, she does have the uh, disadvantage in the height and reach, you know, so. Um, She's 5'8", and Anderson is 6 foot, right? Anderson is has a 72-inch reach, which will be a 3-inch reach advantage. But with the weapons Nunes has, and the way she closes distance, you know what I mean, which is super impressive, it just, yeah, it's hard to see who can beat her. You know, so, yeah. I'm going Amanda Nunes, man. Amanda Nunes. And, you know, Nina has been training for her fight, right? So they've both been training together. You know, which, you know, we know those two can be competitive, right? So, uh, you know, it just means that she's going to be sharp and dangerous, right? So that leads us to the main event, people. Well, I mean, it's a co-co-co main event situation in theory. But topping the bill is Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion. The unbeaten middleweight champion. Trying to take the light heavyweight belt away from Jan Blakovich. So, um, yeah, Adesanya. I mean... Right, the last style bender. I remember watching this motherfucker over in glory, just doing work, which was always just super, super impressive to watch. Man, it was great. Right, so um, yeah, Adesanya, he, he's just you know, whew, impressive. Made his um, you know, MMA debut. With a stoppage of Melvin Gillard. Right? Stop Melvin Gillard. Uh, so that was pre-UFC. Right? Did that. But made his UFC debut. Made his UFC debut. At uh, UFC 221. Romaro v. 
Rockhold. Sounds like that was Rockovich. Rockhold. <laughs> Which is February 2018. And, uh, you know, uh, a thing with that was he could have made his debut sooner. But he was just like, nope, I want to get more fights in. Right? Which is impressive. But he beat Rob Wilkinson. He got a TKO in the second round. Second fight. Uh, split decision over Marvin Vittori. Then he dominated Brad Tavares. And the crazy thing is, in every fight, we saw improvements. Every fight, we saw improvements. Hearing, just look at that. February 2018, he made his debut. February 2018. And then Wonder Bell. Just... Just slightly over a year later, in October 2019, UFC 243. I mean, that is so impressive. Since beat Yo Romero and destroyed Paolo Costa, right? Adesanya has just been phenomenal. He has been phenomenal and put on some spectacular displays. You know what I mean? Had some spectacular displays, people. Right? But this is... This is going to be something. You know? He's not going to try and weigh 205. Right? Supposedly, Adesanya walks around at about 190. Right? And seeing the fact he, he fights at 185, that's impressive. Right? So, um, you know, a lot of people at middleweight, they cut a lot to get there. You know, so um, the fact that he doesn't, that's super impressive. But how is that going to translate when moving up, right? When moving up and challenging Jan Blakovic, who... I believe when he was on Believe You and Me, I think he said he was walking around at the time at, it's either two, I think it was mid-220, right? Something like 222, something like that, I think, or it might have been 230, but no heavier. But that's heavy, right? So imagine, he's going to cut down to 205, but what he will actually fight at on the Saturday, I mean, it's not going to be 205, right? Now, Blakovich, he is 27 and 8. He's on a four-fight win streak. You know, back with his old trainer. And he has looked phenomenal, you know? So, he'd put together a nice little run. Put together a nice one. He'd beat Devin Clark, Jared Cannonier, Jimmy Manoa. Nikita Krolov, right? Then he had to stumble against uh, Tiago Santos. But since that fight, beat Luke Rockhold, Jacare Souza, Corey Anderson, and then won the title in spectacular fashion against Dominic Reyes at UFC 253. Interestingly, where Adesanya fought Costa, 
Right, so they've been around each other for a while, people. Right, so that fight was September last year, and um, yeah, that you know those last two were stoppages, knocked out Anderson, and just yeah, crippled Dominic Reyes with that body kick from hell. You know, super impressive performances. You know, the Luke Rockhout was a thunderous hook, broke his jaw at UFC 239. Right, so, um, yeah, he's got submissions. He, he he did an arm triangle on Nikita Krolov, rear naked over uh, Devin Clark. You know, so he does have submissions. And he can knock you out. He can knock you out. So that that's the big thing. It's that power, right? Because that rockhold, that hook on the jaw, that was just like, oi. Now here's the thing, right? So um, Blakovich, he's gonna he's gonna have a two reach disadvantage, you know. Sorry, height. Yeah. Alessandro is 64, Blakovich is 262. Now, Adesanya is also going to have a two, was it a two? Yeah, two inch reach advantage. Adesanya is 80 and Blakovich is 78. So, we have seen Adesanya fight at range. He, he can control the distance, right? He is one of these few... Few fighters who can do that shit. Alright, so there is that, but I just think the power. Man, isn't it like ah it's a tricky one. Because I feel Adesanya could win this fight for sure. If he can use that speed advantage which he will have, that movement, right? Fight at range, pick him off with kicks. Hands, just chop at that calf, you know, all of that. Adesanya could clearly easily win, but it's Blakovich's power which is concerning, I think. And Adesanya does, he, 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 I mean, he avoids a lot of shots, right, as we saw against Costa, but he can get here. Like Gastelin did touch him, and any touch. From Blakovic, that could fuck him up, right? So even if it's not a clean one, if it's to the body, you know what I mean? That, uh, that could be, ooh, with all that weight behind it. So I'm going to say Blakovic is going to get the job done, you know? I'm going to stick with my, uh, you know what I mean? My countrymen, but I'm going to have to say I feel Blakovic gets the win here people it's gonna be fun though gonna be i'm looking forward to all of these fights these title fights especially so let's see what happens people it is gonna be one hell of a night who you got okay people so we are there we are at the end of another episode and um yeah how did you feel about the picks? Do you agree? Disagree? You know what I mean? 
Let's see what happens come Saturday. But before we get to that point, let's go and uh, take a look and see all the new fights that have been announced over the uh, past few days. All right, so at UFC 60, right, Luna Pinheiro, right, will be fighting Aranda Marcos. So that fight takes place, boy, that's at the end of March, right? Because, yeah, March, we get two pay-per-views, which is, uh, you know, pretty huge, right? It's uh, definitely one of those points where you'd be like, damn! <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that, that's taking place 27th of March. Then we jump to the 10th of April, where Jim Miller is meant to be fighting Bobby, Bur- Bobby Green. That didn't happen, but he's now got a new fight, and that will be against a Joe Selecki. Right on the 10th of April, the following week, Luis Pena. So we saw Dracar's close as a new fight. Now Pena gets rebooked, and he will be fighting Alexander Munez on the 17th of April. The following week, on the 24th of April, UFC 261, Jeff Molina is fighting. Araquila Gwen, a Chinese fighter. Also on that card, Johnny uh, Munez Jr. will be fighting Mark Striegel. Then the next week, on the 1st of May, Gabriel Benitez is fighting Jonathan Pierce. Um, the week after, on the 8th, We've got Tafon Nuoluki, who's a contender series graduate. He will be fighting Jean Yong Park. Also on the 8th of May, Roxanne Modaferi is fighting Talia Santos. And Jimmy Flick will be fighting Francisco Figueiredo. Then, the next week, on the 15th of May, which is UFC 262, Shane Burgos is fighting Edson Barboza, after um, Barboza, you know, just signed himself a new contract, right? Then, we jump to June, and Manya Moroz will be fighting Manion Farouk who made a impressive, really impressive debut at the beginning of the year, right? Um, so yeah, that's the 5th of June. Then the next week, on the 12th of June, Carlos Felipe will be fighting Jake Collier. The next week, on the 19th, we got a trio of fights. So Josh Parisian is fighting Rock Martinez. Ooh, that's a clash of the big men. Then uh, Verana Jajaroba is fighting Kanako Morata. 
Another good, I believe that's a strawweight fight. And then we've got Diego Lima against Matt Brown. Clash at welterweight. So a lot of fights to look forward to, people. So we will be back on Friday to break down all the news that's been taking place. So until then, people, peace.